Welcome to the third episode of the Shit My Friends Say podcast. Tonight, we are unofficially sponsored by Great Clips. Great Clips never get the same haircut twice. All the successful people I know get their haircut at Great Clips. I like Great Clips because the staff is friendly, they're kind, and every once in a while you get a really good looking haircut, but you can never beat the low, low price of $9.99. Great Clips. The unofficial supporter of the Shit My Friends Say podcast. On to the show. Welcome, everyone. I'm joined today by the one, the only, the fucking star is born, Emma. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hold your applause, please. My inter- Yes, I think my introductions for you are going to get better and better each I, week. I'm liking them so because far. Because a star is in our midst, Emma. <laughs> I just like star... I get beat down at work, and then we come record this pod, and you just make me feel so much better. It's like the middle of the week pick me up. It's therapeutic, yeah. It really, and I know this sounds ridiculous because this is like our third one, and I don't, I don't even know how many people have listened. We have like a total of like sixty plays, <laughs> which I'll be honest is better than I thought we'd ever be. <laughs> but still, we've had sixty different people listen to this, and it's just like. I don't even care if 10 people listen to us. It's just nice to, to sit back and just bullshit after a oh, long I completely day. agree with that. It feels great. It really does. Because we're both, uh, are, is it type A? Well, I am extremely is? type A. I don't know if I would consider you type A. But you might be at work. I've never seen you at work. Actually, what maybe the better way, is it the Enneagram test? Oh, yeah. I... I'm the... I'm like a three, which is like the outgoing. I'm always like, anytime I do any of those dumb personality tests, I'm always like, the oh, you're the outgoing one. You like to mingle around a party and not just stick with one group. Blah, blah. Like, they're all the same. Yeah, see, so I'm, I'm the one. ambivert that's like, like, I'm naturally introverted, but if I'm with a group of people that I know, I can be extroverted. So, like, at work, when I tell people I'm introverted, nobody believes me. But, like, after a really right, long day of presenting have- to a client, I don't want to do anything. Nobody come over to my house. I want to be at home eating popcorn with M&Ms and drinking wine. And that's it. Yes. And sometimes you even feel like a dick because it's like a Friday night. And, you know, like sometimes like Kara has friends with all you guys. And then my friends are like, Alex, you know, like, what are you doing on this Friday night? And it's like, guys, uh, like laundry and watching (laughs) basketball. Those are the best. And they're like, by yourself. And I'll be like, yeah, I mean, you guys can come over if you want but like you know it's just like yeah i uh it's almost it's almost like you have to like put on like a like a care always says like it fills my bucket to like be in a room full of people and to talk a lot and to like be with a lot of different people and but like that drains but it bucket. fills yours but like yes it fills mine but by the end of the day though you know just yeah exhausting. well you're like rubbing elbows with all the important people at kansas city too so no it's true it's true we're in the midst of the future mayor of kansas city i am sticking to that prediction (laughs) you're like the second person (laughs) no seriously i called that on may 29th 2019 so when it happens i want this clip to play at your inauguration yes And hopefully every clip afterwards. I <laughs> guess we should clean it up a little bit, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Should so, we do this? Fuck it. 
yeah. Well, True. True. Um, yeah. So, uh, episode three of the yeah, Bachelorette. It was boring as fuck, man. It was. Okay. We almost didn't do this podcast. <laughs> it was so boring. I was like, all right, Alex, we can bullshit for 10 minutes about it, I guess. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> but, you know, con- wait, we have to start with the first group date. Like, because. Yes. Honestly, it was weird. Like, we need to talk about this. I know Kara said that she would not ask you to get hooked up to a machine that imitates labor pains. But I need to know, would you do it if she asked you to? I'd do it. Oh, I would do it. I would do it if she didn't ask me to. Even if she didn't? Is that what you said? I have a very, and I don't mean, and again, I would be the first person to tell you. I am, uh, what's the right word here? Um, I'm trying to use the right vernacular. Uh, I'm a little <laughs> bitch. Like I, but I have a high tolerance of pain, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, I've ne- maybe the easier way to say this is I've never been in a fight in my life, but I could take a punch and be in a lot of pain and just deal with it. Oh, that's pretty entertaining. I my thought about these machines is have you ever read those stories of like men that do stupid shit during labor or like say the dumbest things have you read these yes Yes. I think that if men do stupid things and would end up in a BuzzFeed article they should have to get hooked up to the labor machine while their wife's in labor so when they're complaining she can be like fuck you my pain's real that's how I feel. No. No, yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, those guys got hooked up. Uh, first off, I'm very happy that last week I, I took a stand for John Paul. Because John Paul's reaction. It would be your best. reaction if you were hooked up to the machine. It was hysterical. <laughs> and it was the only good part about it. Yeah, you're right. That segment was pretty bad. Do do. Do we even have to talk um, about the cocktail party with Cam? Because I don't want to. Wait, what? Was that the weird one where, like, he kept interrupting yes. and was, like, awkwardly there? Yeah, Mike was, like, spilling his fucking heart out. And Cam is, like, doing the thing where every five seconds Well, yeah, and, like, Mike was the real MVP of this episode. And I really appreciate that he actually was super vulnerable and, like, talked to Hannah about something really serious and, like, life-changing for him. And then Cam's just sitting there hovering. Like, get the fuck out, Cam. Yeah, dude. And little did we know that that would be a precursor to like exactly how we felt about yeah who, well okay we all knew we all knew that was gonna happen well no we've been, yeah everyone's known for weeks now that luke is a fucking psycho but um you know that awkward well we can save Kay. it till we get there Kay. we can save it till we get there um so then after that cocktail party um was it the she went to the hospital there was another no, she went to the hospital and Connor got gypped out of a one-on-one. Question. Hungover or I, sick? You know, I kind of think she was hungover and real dehydrated. That's my thought. Because she was fine when Connor went over there. And she, like, got... They had Lucas Graham play for them later. Like, I think she was just hungover and needed, like, an IV of water. But who knows? Okay. That was my exact thought. Like, definitely wasn't flu-like symptoms, 
like didn't have a runny nose, wasn't it cold? Um, definitely felt like maybe and just maybe this was one of those like uh, it's like the new thing now. Whenever you get hungover, you like pay for people to come in your house and shoot you yeah. water yep. and sugar water. Like that, <laughs> you can the, pay uh, for those in Vegas. People do it all the time. Yeah, it's like the therapy hydration, yeah. or whatever they call it. And it's it. really just a hangover cure. That's all it is. And that's what that pretty much felt like. So definitely got you there, Hannah. We we see you, and we are not going to let it slide. I think she oh, was yeah. definitely hungover, but so really not. I don't know what to think about Connor. He's just kind of like a pro. Okay, you and Kara said the same thing, but I really liked Connor. I thought he was super su- I don't Why? know. I thought he was super sweet. Like the post-it note thing was a good idea. And Hang on. Hang on. Where did he leave one of the post-it um, notes? On a plan. <laughs> <laughs> on a plan. <laughs> also, for everybody listening, Alex and I did not talk about that location beforehand. I just knew which one he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was a weird place for the post-it note. I saw him put it on the leaf, and I was like, Connor, <laughs> she's never going to fucking find that. What are you doing? <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I think that placement told me all I needed. Okay, to know about I Connor. still like Connor. And I, I do. Think the, I, I think he's great. And, and the and you know how like girls like you know some people are like oh yeah that girl has like a valley girl accent. Connor has like the the man version of that, like the bro version where he's like, oh yeah, me and my buddies like to hang out at all sides of bats. <laughs> hang out at all sides of bats all the time. Yeah, Hannah wasn't doing great. Like that's how he was. They had they actually had to take it to the emergency room, dude. Over at Osage Batch. Oh my <laughs> god, I don't. I don't think Connor talks like that. But um, I'll give you that he's kind of a bro. That that tends to be my type, though. So maybe that's why I really like him. Yeah, that's it's fine. fine. Connor just seems like one of those guys. Like, like, hey man, what did you do last? What did you do while you're on vacation? He's like, well, actually, you know, I was over in you know, in San Diego, and I noticed that uh, there was a marathon happening that weekend. So I actually ended up running a marathon. It's like, what kind of asshole runs a marathon on their vacation? And it's like, he seems like the type of guy to do that. And can I get into a rant here? Yeah, I've got the a... floor is yours, Alex. Go right ahead. Okay. This is probably going to be the best or the worst segment I've ever done on this podcast. So this morning, I decided that I was going to work out with, uh, I'll just call her, uh, oh, whatever, I'll Katie Ford this morning up at Liberty Memorial. She picks me up at 5.50 in the morning to go, uh, like, run stairs at Liberty Memorial. So we get there. She's trying to jazz me up. She goes, you don't look too good. I was like, well, I didn't fall asleep until 1.30 last night for some reason. I couldn't sleep, and you picked me up at 5.50, but I'm here, so let's just do this. And I'm wearing, like, a light blue shirt. I'll tell you why this is important <laughs> later. And like dark pants. So like I'm uncoordinated. I have one dress sock that's like very thin, and the other one is very thick. Like they're unmatching what? Why? socks. I'm sorry. Hold on. Care. We have to stop. Why did you wear dress socks to work out? Listen, um, I wear dress clothes. <laughs> I wear a suit tie every know single that. day. And so I literally just have a drawer full of black dress socks. And so I don't even bother folding them up anymore because it's like, well, no one's going to see my 
be able to tell the difference between dress socks I'm wearing if they match or not. So I'm just wearing like black dress socks at this point. Okay. Anyway, we get there. Let me quit beating up the store. We get there. First things first, as we're walking up, like, you know, like to see like the overlook of the city. Cause we're gonna, like, I, we like ran up the stairs to get I'm there. I'm really sorry that Duff is not cooperating. Oh, was yes. that job? I thought that was no. you like. I thought that was you, like, tromboning my fucking oh my story. God. I thought that was you going, wah, wah, no, wah. Duff. Like, <laughs> but but it's his sounds okay. are very appropriately timed. <laughs> yeah. Duff. Yes. Duff. That's exactly how it goes. That's, that's how Okay, he's laid, he's laid down. Is- we should be good. So I get up into Liberty Memorial and we see these very hipster looking <laughs> chicks carrying these very hipster looking chicks carrying hula hoops okay. and a boom box. And so they have set the boom box now on top of Liberty Memorial and they're not like hula hooping, they're doing like weird meditation, like flipping the hula hoop up around their waist, doing this, doing that. While I'm, again, in the outfit I described, just sweaty, out of shape me, me and Katie Ford run down the stairs like, well, that was kind of fucking weird. And then there's like this workout class going on. And then I was like, Jesus. So we were like walking like behind the workout class, like, hey, like clearly not part of like your little exercise class here, like, because we're walking and you guys are doing like lunges and push-ups and everything else. We start going up the stairs and like the coach like that was coaching them is like behind us and he like you know he's going six stairs at a time behind <laughs> me and Katie Ford and, and he got gets past it's like yeah great job guys way to get up the stairs keep it up and I was just like fuck you like I don't need your pity like I feel like a giant piece of shit I'm going on like four hours of sleep up here on this fucking wall doing stairs I'm wearing sweaty clothes like Man, I don't need your charity. But then the rest of the morning, every single person that was in that exercise class that was lapping us on the track, was lapping up up the stairs, just like, hey, good morning. How are you? Great job. Keep it up. And I'll tell you what, after like 30 minutes of exercise, I was like, this is kind of nice. But all these people are assholes. But I'll probably join the class next Yeah. Time. Do you? I'm going to burst your bubble. That. Do you know what that was? So it's called no. the November um, PSA for everybody that does like to get up and work out with a group in the morning, like me, who you just called an asshole. It's called the November Project. Yeah. And they meet every Wednesdays at the Liberty Memorial at 530 and 630. So if you do want to go work out with them and be one of those assholes, they'll be there every Wednesday morning, even in the wintertime. That's my PSA for them. Yeah. I love that when you don't know what to say to me, you just ignore what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Jim was listening to the podcast last week and I was like, have you ever noticed when Alex doesn't know what to say? He just moves on and he just died laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad. It's so funny because it's just like. I'm going to ignore you. And next point. <laughs> all right, Alex, what's your next point? Oh, that was okay. all I had. Um, 
But anyway, so Connor's fine, whatever. And then is that yeah? Now we can move on to the next date because overall, Connor's date was kind of boring. Yes. Um, group date two, which okay, I did want to ask you this. So they brought Demi back for this group date, and in the first episode, Uh. you said they brought in Demi and this other girl to like spy. It's a bad omen for the season. So I'm just curious. Yeah, see, Duff yes. agrees he, with you. He thought it was a bad omen, too. But I'm curious what, what your thoughts omen. are about them bringing her back for this episode. Is it a bad omen? Is it a, like, what's it mean? Uh, what was the first thing you said about this episode before we started? Yeah, right, it was really started. fucking boring. Yeah. So they brought Demi in to like have a makeup and I this is the part where uh, oh, you walked away yeah yeah so they had what a makeup artist yeah on these guys and then and like a double mirror. yeah I, they were just filming them I think okay cool segment well, also like those guys knew they were being filmed they're not stupid so I don't know it was dumb a dumb gimmick anyway let's get to Luke because he really yes. was the whole point of that entire date. And let me just go on my little rant here about Luke. Yes, I've been praying for this. Please. I don't understand how last week, within 48 hours, Luke's in love with her. And then this week, when she calls him on his shit for being absolutely insane, stage 10 clinger, he's like, I just can't love someone that thinks that about me. Bitch, what? That's not how love works. What are you doing on this show? He's insane. Hannah's not safe. And he needs to go. End rant. That's how I feel. I completely, a thousand percent agree. We've been on this Luke thing for a while. Um, But every season of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette has this always has one person that doesn't seem to understand how the show Mm -hmm. works where there there's always that one person that's like well i don't understand i thought you and me had a connection but i saw you kiss this other guy yeah that's kind of the point of the whole show yeah and then it's and then i always just want just once i want one person to be on that show and to say and you know what's even crazier luke in six weeks I'm going to propose to one of these people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like they plant a gay contestant? No. No, 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 oh. no, no. That's what Hannah should say to Luke. Because that's what happened. I was, happened. Not, on, I was there... not tracking with you. I'm like, sorry. What? Because <laughs> in episode, what? We're in episode three and you said there's like eight episodes. There's like eight episodes uh, in a season. Ten or eleven, I think. Ten or eleven. So that's what she should say. Is like, hey, you know what's even crazier, Luke, than me kissing another guy right now? Is in two months I'm gonna be engaged to one of these guys. Yep. Like that's the show. Well, dummy. and I just, yeah, I don't understand how he's there. Like it's. It's just not safe. And ABC is making it so obvious that he's going to be on the two on, like the two on one. 
when they showed the season preview, oh, yeah. it's like Luke and he's just in someone's face yelling at them. I'm like, that's very clearly yeah. the two on one. You're making it very obvious that he you're you are keeping Luke around for that purpose. So we're stuck with him for like at oh. least another two or three weeks. Oh, I, I hope I'm wrong. I, know. I, I hope I'm wrong. It. I don't think you're wrong. I think and that's you know, now yeah, I mean hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's another bad omen for this show. It looks like the most dramatic thing that's gonna happen is Luke's gonna snap. Uh I don't know. Hannah snaps on someone and I am here for it. I cannot wait. Oh yeah, that's right. She's like, I've had sex and Jesus still loves me. So yes, girl. Yes, he does. But I want to know who it is. So bad. Ugh. What if it's Luke? What if all of it's God. Luke? Then I'm really yeah, scared. me too. It also feels like something Luke would do. I think I made that prediction in our first episode. I could see it being Luke. Well, let's move on a little bit. Do we have to talk about Cam I, again? Just really quickly. Okay, what, go ahead. What's up with the dog part of his sob story? It, like, wasn't relevant. And also, can we talk about, <laughs> like, does he have a fake leg or not? Because that was the thing I wanted to know. <laughs> they, <laughs> they introduced this. He's like, I had to have an amputation. And you're like, okay, but did you actually have it? And why haven't we seen your fake leg? I have questions. <laughs> oh, my. He, no, he doesn't, remember? Because we see him walking away in shorts. Oh, I didn't oh even think God. about it. So then what the hell I didn't did even he think have about... amputated? I have questions. I... Oh, my God. I forgot about the amputee part of his yes. story. He's not amputated. He said, oh, they thought they might have to amputate me. Then my dad called me and said my grandma was going to die. And then I had to give up my <laughs> puppy that I yeah, but when he says that, he says, like, before the next surgery. So then I'm like, what surgery? What got amputated? You didn't give us enough answers here. I I think that his sob story sucked, and I don't understand. He was like, it's ended relationships before, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, please tell me how the fuck giving your puppy away ended a relationship, because I don't get it. None of that ever ended a relationship. What is he doing? All right, I'm done with Cam. Thank God he's gone. Mike's the MVP for getting him kicked off. I don't even know the name of the other guy that went home. Other guy. Other guy. Other guy. I have no clue. It was just, he waved goodbye, and I was like, who are you? And then we moved on. Well, should we pick our I think we should. Are you still sticking okay. with John Paul Jones? Uh, you know what? I like to pick hills and die on them. I'm gonna die on the John John Paul Jones one. He's gonna get a one on one. He's too good looking. Do you? I gotta know. Are you like? Is that a sarcastic comment or like you really believe John Paul Jones is good looking? I think that's he's a interesting. Dude. You and I would not have the same type of men. Well, I don't have to tell you <laughs> any man. Um, um, but John Paul Jones is a good-looking dude. I'm going to die on my Peter Hill still. I yeah. They had good chemistry in their one-on-one. Although, Jed, I'm, I'm, I'm dying on my Peter Hill. 
But let me say that Jed may sneak into my winner Jed. predictions next week instead of Peter. I, you know, I had Jed. Well, I guess if we get a changer. Well, I do want to say this. I'm very jealous of your Pete the Pilot pick. What? Pete the Pilot, what a pick. Because you are a thousand I know. percent right. He is smitten. He's normal. Also, he's so normal. People really under people under underestimate people being normal yes. on the show. And he's so normal. And he has to be because he's a fucking pilot. Yeah. I, I'm i pretty... Jed is, like, making me doubt myself, but Pete the pilot, I'm calling it. Yeah. And you remember, I told you after episode two, Jed was making it to the final three. So I guess, I guess if I get to pick a new winner, I'm going... Picking Jed, but I'm telling you, John Paul Jones is getting a okay. one. I can right. guarantee we'll it. We'll see. He's not in any. Look yeah, at that but hair. he's not in any of the season previews. You have got to pay attention to those season previews. You know who else was in the season previews? Was Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Well, don't get me. She didn't even like make an appearance like the third or fourth episode. Yeah, because she's boring. Well, I shouldn't say that. She just didn't say much when she was on camera. Like she didn't make for good TV. John Paul Jones has an interesting personality. He could make for good TV. The producers just aren't giving him air time. So, like, I think John Paul Jones is going to go home in the next couple of weeks. Especially because how's Hannah going to marry a guy that she has to call John Paul Jones all the time? We'll just call him John Paul. Yeah, but can can you? Yeah, probably Paul, y'all. Y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. And on that note, should we kick it to your next segment? Man, I don't know if there's going to be another segment this week. We couldn't get the boys together for the uh NBA Oh, so we previews. just get to wrap it up? Um, man, I think you're going to yes. get to wrap it up. Unless you have any thoughts on the NBA oh, finals. I'm... Drake versus Golden so State. So I kind of do. Um, this is a non-NBA nerds take. Is that I just... Yeah. Um, and <laughs> counterintuitive to my belief when it comes to my New England Patriots in football... Uh, I cheer for the underdog, right? I think dynasty should go down. Me too. So I'm che- I'm cheering for Drake versus you I'm cheering for, for Toronto. Toronto. Although I've heard Does that KD, this ahead. is my, I've heard from my sports analysts that without KD, it like Toronto has a chance. Oh, so here's the thing: it's really. It's really hard to root for Golden State when they have Kevin Durant playing because it's like, okay, you guys were like one of the best teams in history and then you added a top five player probably by the time he retires of all time. But if Kevin Durant doesn't play, the Golden State Warriors are so much fun to watch without him. They're so much fun to watch. So it's really hard for me as a basketball junkie to like be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to root against watching Steph, Clay, and Dre, you know, go off and have games where they make, like, between the two of them, like, 25 threes and watch them, you know, like, do all this crazy stuff on a basketball court that was thought unthinkable, you know, just six years ago, really, seven years ago. And now these guys have, like, changed the whole league. That's what's awesome about Golden State without Kevin Durant. That's it, fair. And, good. like, I like Steph Curry. as a, I think Steph Curry is an awesome person. Just personally, 
yeah. dynasties are meant to be destroyed. Yes, and they always end quicker than you Unless think you're New England, but yeah. Unless you're fucking New England. Um, but yeah, I mean, dynasties are meant to be taken down. And I think as a, so to draw, I'm just drawing this parallel, not to make it about football, but like, I'm a Patriots fan. So for me, the dynasty's fun, right? But the rest of the league hates New England because they're always there. They're always sure. in the championship. And like, yeah. so now I, I've feel like I can start to see how people feel about the Patriots because me watching Golden State I'm like Absolutely. this sucks Golden State's in the finals again it's not fun they're gonna win like why are we even playing the- why are we playing this series so I I just am now on the opposite side of that I, I want them to be taken down I'm ready well so I would make a quick case for okay. Toronto here and uh, I'll get roasted for this because last week in my NBA segment, I predicted the Bucks to not only complete beating the Toronto Raptors, but then beating. Hold Golden on, State I'm going to stop you here. If that was your prediction last week, I want you to look at what happened since yeah. then and stop because I'm not about you. I'm not. I'm not going to let you jinx the Raptors right here. No, I'm not going to jinx. It. I'm just making a case again. I told you I don't know who I want okay. to root for here, but. Uh, this is this is the case. This is how Toronto beats okay, Golden State. Okay, proceed. So, Golden State hasn't had to play a basketball game in almost two weeks now because they swept their series and Toronto went to six. Yeah. And so, and, you know, they play tomorrow night, and it's going to be away. It's going to be in Canada, in Toronto, the first two games. Okay. And so, Golden State is very sloppy with the ball, as good as they are moving the ball. They make some careless mistakes. And I don't know if Clay Clay Thompson is an awesome defender. I don't know if he can slow down Kawhi. Kawhi is playing out of his mind. Kawhi is a fucking star. Kawhi is the third best player in the NBA, probably. He just is. And that's kind of that's pretty much the case is They've got two games that maybe Golden State's just a hair rusty, maybe a because they haven't had to play really in a tough series since almost, you know, since the Rockets at the beginning of May, like the first week of yeah. May. Like, you know, so like when was the last time they had to play in like a tough nail biter game? And, you know, I just can, and, you know, Toronto, they had to win a game seven on a buzzer beater. They want. They came back from 15 points down two games in a row. I'm um, sorry, this is me getting super NBA nerdy. And again, this is the case. This is like, so if you're where to make a case for Toronto, it's can anyone on Golden State slow down Kawhi Leonard? Is, you know, are Golden State kind of shits the bed in the first two games? And, you know, Toronto's got home yeah. court. Can it's the Bay Area be, produce as good of a rapper really as Drake? I mean, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> there's a lot of questions. All right. There's your NBA talk for this episode. We got it in. Yeah. It's very high level. Yeah. I can do it. Uh, I think most people will appreciate the high level versus me talking about fucking uh, shooting percentages. Honestly, last week shares. I was listening to that part of the episode and I'm like, man, you lost Uh-oh. me. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. That's okay. At least you listen. 
Yeah. That's what's important. So really, it's like 59 plays because I'm one of them. But I count. I still listen to it. Hey, that's fine. I count and Kara yeah. counts. Everybody counts eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to okay. wrap this shit up. Have you worked on your, have you worked you on your outros? All right. I have not. Well, that's all for this week for Ship My Friends Say. Tune in next week for um, a episode episode four recap and Alex and his friends talking about the NBA finals and how the Raptors are taking it to Golden State. And later this week, I'm actually going to talk to one of my friends who like, who writes movie reviews like professionally, and he's going to talk to me about a couple movies. Oh, that's awesome. So, so that'll probably come out Friday or Saturday. Probably Saturday. I like it. All right. So. Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you.